dog in your life is thinking? Well, join me, Liz Murdoch, animal communicator, talking with the dogs and finding out what dogs want people in their lives to know and understand. I've spent my life talking and listening to animals. So if you consider yourself a dog person or just happen to have a dog, I'm here to help you learn how to talk or listen to the dogs in your life. I chat with people too, sharing stories and tips on exactly how animal communication or being a dog whisperer makes an impact at home or when working with the dogs. So welcome to Talking with the Dogs podcast, a place where we uncover exactly what dogs want us to know and celebrate that every dog has a story. Hi, this is Liz Murdoch talking with the dogs. Today we have Mr. Oliver Wyatt. He is a two and a half year old poodle Maltese mix. His mom is an AKC championship Maltese and his father is an AKC championship poodle. Actually, he's a miniature poodle, just to be clear for those big poodle fans. Oliver is a small dog. Today, Oliver travels the world and is known as the happiness ambassador. He is a cultural icon and a puppy prince. He dedicates his life to art, travel, and the pursuit of happiness. Through his work, he does art therapy and advocates for mental health and happiness in the face of adversity. If you would like to learn more about Oliver after the podcast, you can follow him at Mr. Oliver Wyatt on Instagram. But right now, we're going to chat with Oliver and find out a bit about his favorite things, his personality, and what he'd like his mom to know. So let's get started. Oliver, are you ready? He says, sure, why not? He's leaning into the microphone, ready to talk. He's blinking his eyes at me, and he is so happy to be here. He does travel the world, so it worked out that we're in Los Angeles, and I think he's saying that he enjoys this warm weather and the sunshine especially. The airplane rides, sometimes they travel, and people turn the shades down, and it gets dark, and he really likes the sunshine, doesn't he? Yes, he does. So that is one of his favorite things is the sun. He loves, I'm I'm just watching him as he's admiring um, the room here. So Oliver, he loves the sunshine. He likes being outdoors, especially. He is inside a lot for his work and he sometimes has to sit still and he finds that a bit of a challenge, huh? He does. He finds it a bit of a challenge because he'd rather be outside because it's a mix of people and smells. The smells outside are far better. And it's fascinating because he travels all over. He travels East Coast, internationally. He's in Los Angeles today. But he finds his smells very fascinating in the different places where he goes. And he knows he's a lucky dog to get to partake in international travel and he says he's able to do it because he does he travels well is that true he travels well can you verify that yes we're getting a thumbs up from mom mom's enjoying just listening to this so Oliver and I'll keep talking so Oliver what is it about the international travel that you like he says wow the people are really fascinating and he finds that people are all the same sort of like well but he's not all dogs are the same. You like to differentiate that not all dogs are the same, but all people are the same. What's that about, Oliver? Can you go on? 
So the people are all the same in that they eat and they have food for him. Oh, he's from a dog's perspective. So people are the same in that they are interested in him. He loves the attention. He says, but people are also the same in that they need cheering up too, wherever he goes. So there's plenty of work for him to do. People get preoccupied and they lose sight of, what do they lose sight of? They lose sight of slowing down and just like a belly rub or resting in the sunshine. And so he likes to, he, I'm closing my eyes and trying to get it right. What are you saying? He likes to meet people wherever they are, not just in the world, but wherever they are in their day and spark a little joy in his own way. He says to him, he sees dogs differently because, oh, he thinks some dogs are jealous of him. Oliver, why do you think some dogs are jealous of you? Huh? Well, because they don't get to do what he does. And he knows it's a uh, special gift that he gets to travel and he gets to be with his mom so much. And he likes that a lot. Interesting. So going back to your favorite things, you like the work because you like bringing smiles to people's faces and people have to slow down to pet you. And so you like giving them the break in their day that makes you happy. You like the different smells. You love the different smells outside in the places where you travel. Okay. You like the creature comforts of life, which you say that you know that not every dog gets, but not every dog needs. Oh, because some dogs are happy to jump in a car and just go run in the hills and the dirt. And I've met plenty of those dogs. And Oliver says, I know you have. Okay. So Oliver, you like, you're a good dog, Oliver. He's just blinking his eyes at me over and over and blowing kisses kind of. Oliver likes being able to be with, or no, be in places that are fancy. He, he likes, he likes that he gets to get dressed up. And I have seen a little bit on his Instagram. I was telling his mom that I stopped looking at Instagram of dogs and clients when I find out that we're going to chat because I don't want to know very much. But he's telling me he likes the finer things. He likes getting dressed up as well as sniffing outside. It's like those are his two favorite things. He likes the variety in his day. And why do you like the finer things, the, the dressing up and, the, and being, you know, a prince, so so to speak. What do you like about that, Oliver? You like the attention that comes because people people act differently and they have different needs when they're all dressed up. Oh, that's interesting. When they're fancy, people act differently. Okay. So it's more formal. So they're on guard at first about a dog, but then they're also... They have, oh, he says they have better treats. <laughs> wow. Okay. And you like the treats, but you're not treat-oriented. Okay. Oliver's climbing into my lap. Okay. Hopefully we won't get disconnected here. I have a microphone and headsets on, but Oliver, 
you like it when people are dressed up and it's formal because, oh, they send, they're slower with you. Hmm. Why are they slower with you? There's more space. People move slower. Okay. That's interesting. They move slower. They don't cry because they don't get their outfits. Okay. They don't get their outfits. There's like space between people when you're working in more formal situations. Do you know what he's talking about? Not really. (laughs) No. Okay. So Oliver, let's get clear on this. When you're working or when you work in all sorts of situations, when you're working in a fancy, when you're, when you're dressed up, there's less people around him. He, so he likes the, the individual work. Like right now in the room where we're talking, there's just the two of us and Oliver. He likes these kinds of situations a lot because people are more intentional when there's fewer people together. And so he feels that when he's dressed up, it's sort of like that. There's more of an intention about the meeting and it's going deeper. Hmm. And he likes that. He likes the smells, but he's, when he's outside, it gets more fast paced and and his time with people is a shorter quantity of time because there's more people, there's more things going on. We have to go. Sometimes it's a walk. There's for him. He says there's more distractions. Hmm. He says, that's right. Do you know, does that make sense that when you're outside and you're traveling about, like he's showing me an airport, there's like, distractions or you're on a mission to get from here to there. Mm -hmm. When he's dressed up, you have more time in a certain place or when he's working that it's not trying to get from here to there. It's just being more fully present where you are. Like if there's a food place, so food's being served, you're there for a longer time than when he's say going through an airport or a lobby or when you're, it's like when you're outside working in groups. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. So he's, he's in a lot of different situations and he likes that, but he's trying to communicate what he likes about the different situations. What makes each one special to him. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. So what what is Oliver? Can we tell people? Are you settling down? He's on my lap still. His favorite things, specifics. Okay. He's playing with the headset. <laughs> he likes he likes his food. He likes when he's allowed to eat off of a plate. Does he get to eat off of a plate sometimes? Rarely. I I I tend to not allow him to eat human food uh-huh so um does he you know, try to get off of a little white plate here sometimes? recently recently he has been trying harder than he had been in the past yeah in the past he he was very respectful of you know humans and their and their food and their and their um their time to eat and right. he wouldn't try to interrupt that yeah but here lately he has been trying yeah he, he's, he, that's a goal of his right now oh, is to okay. get to this little, it's like a little white plate with something on it. I see something green and then something like chicken or something. Yeah. So would, that's so funny. This, 
recently he he did try to get some food off of a friend of ours um, off their plate. <laughs> yeah, that was a very exciting time for him. Uh, I think it was a new smell. He's very into the smells these days. That was a new smell. He it was too tempting, and he he was very interested in it. He's he's still remembering that, so he's after that. That's, Interesting. Yes, he's because he did just sort of. They ate in another room, and then all of a sudden we lost touch with Oliver, and everyone was like, "Where's Oliver? Where's Oliver?" And he was in a different room eating off the plate. Yeah, he he really enjoyed that, and it might be like you're going to have to spend some time undoing that moment for him because he really liked it, so he wants to do it again. Oh, okay. Well, I don't want to make that a habit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that's probably why he got off my lap and walked away. He didn't like that I shared that information. Oh, he is very, very sassy. Yeah. So <laughs> that's one. That's something else I'm trying to work on. So he he is like now walking away, so I can't even see him. Okay, there he is. But that that plate was a big deal to him, and he remembers that. Okay. So what else can we find out about Mr. Oliver that is important. What do you want to say, Mr. Oliver? Will you even talk to me? Hi, you came back. What else can we tell people? What do you think people would like to know in your work that makes you different as a happiness ambassador? Okay. Well, first off, he says not everyone is happy, but they can be. Oh, he and he says his job that he likes is reminding people that it's not about him making them be happy, but it's about helping them remember how to be happy and what they like. That's beautiful. I love yeah. that. That's beautiful. Good job, Oliver. Oliver, that's so sweet. He likes to remind people about happiness. Aw. So, so you're just pointing people back to where they can find happiness. That's really nice, Oliver. Do you want to say? Can you that? ask him how he maintains his his attitude and his um, upbeat personality? Because that's one thing people always sort of comment on, and um, you know he's like that with everyone. Oliver, what's your secret? Well, this is funny. He says, "Well, I get plenty of rest." <laughs> this is true. <laughs> he says, "I get plenty of rest. I eat right." Ooh, he says he obeys the rules. Mm. He says most of the things. He, he goes most of the time, but he, he says rules. Okay, he goes. Mom is right, talking about you. That some rules are good to live. I'm writing this down to get out. Some rules are good to live by, and he has his own. He has his internal that you have helped him though, teach him how to live. So what are, what are your internal rules? Cause I just was talking to other people about external rules in like a house that someone might have for their dogs. Like, you know, no eating off the table or you don't sleep on the bed. You sleep over there in your bed. Those are like external house rules, but Oliver lives by his own internal rules. What are those? Okay, so what are those, Oliver? So he says when he doesn't like something, stay away. So if someone's not nice to him, he stays away. This is true. He does, he knows how to stay away when he needs to. 
Yeah, he doesn't. I'm writing this down. Stay away. I know. Thank you. Just give me a kiss. So he stays away. So he's not the kind of dog that if he sees two dogs, hi, hi, he can you just look right at me. So he says that he'll stay away from. He stays away from trouble. He stays out of things that don't interest him. He gets not that he doesn't get into trouble. He's curious. He's very curious. Okay, so he's very curious, but he stays away from situations that he knows he doesn't like or that aren't good for him. If he sees, if he were to see other dogs tussling with each other, if he thought it was play, he might go check it out, but otherwise he's going to just stay away. He's not like going to charge in and say, break it up. No. And he does that with people if he feels he's not welcome or if, if if there's a discussion that gets more heated or intense about a particular topic where people are disagreeing he'll just stay he, he'll stay away from disagreements that he's not in that don't pertain he says to me, oh wow he says that don't pertain to me he minds his own business yeah well more or less. <laughs> yeah. He, he minds his own business when it comes to other people's business. But if he wants to find out what's in a room or in a box or sniff something, he'll go check it out yes. because he's curious. But that which doesn't pertain to him, he stays away from if it's not good. Yes. He'll peep and then he'll keep going. <laughs> yes. So that it's is actually a really cool video of him doing oh, is just there? that. <laughs> yeah. That would be, that would, that. He says that sums it up that's tied to his secret to happiness is that stick with what is your business. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm going to write that. Stick with what he says, I stick to what's my business. Mm -hmm. And that helps him stay happy because he's not losing sleep over other people's issues that aren't his. It makes sense. Good job, Oliver. Oliver, that's a good thing about <laughs> happiness. Okay, uh, what else? Any other tips on your why you're such a good happiness ambassador? He says, yeah, well, I know how to have fun. This is true. Oliver has a lot of fun. And I'm, att- I'm attracted to fun people. <laughs> this is true. He can go from zero to 100. <laughs> In terms of fun. Yeah. He, he, he makes fun a big part of his life. He said he seeks it out. He said he helps you find it. Mm. I guess you, he says you two are a team. Like you, you make it possible for him to travel the world, but he also says he's, he likes it. At least he says, he says he likes to think that he's independent, that he is living his, he's living his full life. Wow, Oliver. So he's a dog that is able to travel the world as a happiness ambassador. He does art therapy. It's like he knows he's supposed to do all this. He kind of made his own niche. He, like, he is who he is. So when you got him, did you get him with the intention that he would be a happiness ambassador? Absolutely not. So that, so <laughs> it's actually a really funny story. How did you know this? Because it's like he led you to this. He led me to it, absolutely. 
it's a funny story how we came into each other's lives. He was about four months old, I guess, when I first got him. Uh-huh. And, you know, we were at a big sort of farm and there were several puppies for sale. And unfortunately, I didn't buy him. I know we're supposed to adopt, not shop, but... Um, it just happened. It just happened. I wasn't even... I was just sort of sort of towing the line between whether or not I wanted to get a dog because it's a lot of responsibility and I am, you know, I'm young and I have a lot going on in my life. But ultimately I decided that it was time to, to take on the responsibility and have that companionship. So when I got Oliver, he actually chose me. Uh-huh. Um, there was a really cute brown dog that was also a multi-poo. But they looked very, very different. Mm-hmm. Uh, that multi-poo had like ringlet curls. It was, at, you could tell it was going to be a teacup, yeah. which is what I wanted. I wanted a really small dog. Like Oliver's small, but he's he's a he's a healthy boy. <laughs> he's strong. He's probably about 12 pounds. Okay. Um, but you can see he's, he's strong. He's yeah. a big guy. So anyway, I really wanted this other dog and it was beautiful, ringlet curls, but we weren't really connecting. And then I picked up Oliver and Oliver was tiny, tiny also. And he just, he would not let me go. He, um, I put him down, he would follow me around. He could barely walk, but he would follow me around. Mm-hmm. Um, at one point I even stood up on a, on top of a chair and he was at the bottom of, at the base of the chair, like scratching to try and get to I me. Get to and everyone who was there told me that is your dog. You have to take that dog. And it was just, you know, went from there and we have such a special bond. Um, he understands me like no one else and vice versa. And he he loves to travel, and he's just. And how always, did he lead you to travel? Because he's like, I led you to start doing all this travel. Yes how, and how no. Did, how um, did he get involved with this travel? I, I've always traveled. I come from a pretty international family, and you know that's always been a part of my life. And just the idea of being able to take Oliver with me um, is where you know, sort of things changed. And so ever since he was tiny, he's been on a plane uh-huh. somewhere. Um, and so, so you know, he just, he enjoys the travel. He enjoys traveling. Um, at one point he was in a carrier or he, he just knows the second I get his carrier, it's time to go and he's ready to go. And he's so excited. Yeah. Okay. Huh. What do you have to think say about that? So yeah, you say you picked her out. Okay, you picked her, but he still says there's something more about this travel. What did you do? So she was traveling before you, but you led her to someplace new or the happiness ambassador thing. Yeah, I think with the happiness ambassador thing, just seeing how he reacts to people and how people react to him. Yeah. It just became a thing um, that just made sense because it's just what he was doing naturally. Mm-hmm. And people are just naturally, you know, wanting to be close to him and what they gravitate toward toward him and it just it became a thing he's the happiness ambassador so whether we're in monaco or malta or south africa or wherever we may be people are drawn to him yeah of course you get those people who just don't like dogs and you can't really do anything about those people but for the people that do they recognize something special within him yes Yes, there's something very special, and you take great pride in that. 
and your big mission is helping people to find their own happiness within them. I think that's very beautiful, Oliver. Is there anything else about your personality that we want to know about that is tucked away that you want mom to know that she might not know? So you're a sensitive guy, okay? Because Oliver says, I cry sometimes. He does. He what does, does he cry. cry. Does he do tears? Um, I haven't seen but he tears. Cry, he gets sad. He gets sad. He has extreme separation anxiety. Oh, he doesn't like to be away from me. Cry sometimes. Yeah. So if I even leave him for a second, he is very upset. You're about very that. upset about that, huh, Oliver? So it, it makes it very difficult to ever leave him with family or friends or to board him because he he just always wants to be with me. Wow. Okay. So he, he says he knows it's hard on you. He says he actually does like some of your friends, though. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I see a picture. I don't know if this is someone in the boarding or someone you know someone who has long blonde hair. Who? So be on the lookout. I see someone with... There's actually two to three people that he actually does like, and he's, he's working on it. But if there's someone with long blonde hair that has shown an interest in him or he said she handles me how she touches him he feels safe his thing is about how people touch him who are caretakers if you do need to leave him because he understands that sometimes you can't always have him with you with your own personal work that you do but I do see that there's he's open to these two other people but this person with this long blonde hair is someone that he, I could, he, what does he say? I could give her a try. He likes her hands. I, I mostly see these arms coming down and how she touches him, but that's very important to him is how he's touched. So it could be my friend from Finland. Okay. Maybe it's her. Um, and she sounds far away. Yeah. She's very far away, <laughs> but what he's showing me that he really likes about her are the how she uses her hands and like he says scooping him up hmm. that not everybody knows i mean he's sitting on my lap fine huh Oliver? he's all comfy he likes people who are gentle with the hands who move slowly and i mean a lot of dogs could be like that but not all dogs would say that some dogs are like sure bring it on i like all people he <laughs> likes all people but if he's going to be handled and cared for he wants someone who's gentle because he gives it his all when he's working mm -hmm. and he needs tender, loving care too. So he can recharge. And I mean, now he's about to fall asleep. He is just like sleeping on my lap. <laughs> yeah, that's him. Um, he gives it all and then passes out. <laughs> he passes out, but he doesn't, he, he doesn't want to just be put into a crate. Like, okay, see you later. No, no. The second we make any, you or I make any motion toward the door, he's up and ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> like nothing happened. Yeah. Okay. So what else he says? He says he definitely picked you. He knew you were the one the minute he saw you. How? That's he, the question. It's, it's like your feet, how you walked. I guess. You, so I, from his perspective, now I'm sort of like in his head and he was very small. The way that you walked was, he, he, he liked that. This is interesting. It was like a slow and steady, but confident walk. And he picked you from the walk. Cause I guess 
puppies watch our movements, just like the hands, but when they're low down, they can see a walk tells a lot about how a person is. Oh, that's interesting. I guess we, if we sat all day or just sat here and imagined judging people by the way they walk towards us, mm-hmm. we would get a sense, oh, that person's fast paced. That person is whatever. So what did he think about me? Well, it was a, it was a, it was a steady, slow, confident walk and he liked it. He felt comfortable. He felt safe. He felt he could keep up. And I'm, I'm seeing this just like above the knees down, just, he felt secure. It's hmm. amazing. Yeah. I think that, yeah, I think that's an interesting insight of from a dog's perspective that they are looking when they're down below, they're looking at how we move. And that's their first, in certain in those situations, that's their first impression of the people they're about to meet or how they're walking towards them. Yeah, it's such a blessing. I'm so glad that, you know, we came into each other's lives. It just worked out perfectly. Um, yeah, he feels the same way. He says it's mutual. So, yeah, so in his personality, he's confident, he's happy, but he's also sens- sensitive and sentimental. Mm-hmm. And that's why his alone time with you, it's sort of like off the books time, is very special to him. Yeah, um, he is a very special dog, without doubt. And, um, you know, I think, I think it's, um, I think it's great that he gets to share that with a lot of people, whether that's like through people that he meets, you know, one-on-one in person or just through his Instagram page. You know, I'm very happy with the impact that he's able to have on other people's lives. So do you want to say anything about Instagram? he says we've met a lot of interesting people through instagram yes that's how we met which is interesting that you can meet people that way i know right yes and he says that he likes to think that his pictures are a little different (laughs) they're just me but people like our pictures just however they come to be so that's good. He's, what does he think about the pictures? Because they are, it's different from most dog pages. <laughs> so for those of you listening, he's Mr. Oliver Wyatt on Instagram. What makes your pictures different, Oliver? Well, they're about, oh, they're about his essence. Okay, so he says it's about his essence of his personality. This is true. Some people's pictures... Uh, and I don't study pictures. Anyone can look at my Instagram. I just sort of put them up there. I don't have a like a theme. <laughs> no, not really, other than talking with the dogs. But his Instagram is, is really about the essence of who he is. His photographs, he is very tied to the internal dog. And he likes his photographs to convey the essence of who he is on the inside and his mission of happiness and helping people find their own happiness, whatever makes it, what makes you happy might be different to what makes me happy. Mm-hmm. We might have things in common, but also he wants, he's about people finding what makes them happy. He said, there are other dog pictures. He says not to put them down, but they're like cute dogs dressed up or doing interesting things and their adventures. But his is about his internal it's more presence. real. His are more real. Well, he, yeah, maybe so. 
he says his is about his presence just of him as a dog. I think that's it. I think his pictures come off and his videos and things that he does come off just more authentic to who he is, like you're saying, and what he's about. Where I think a lot of other dog um, Instagram pages are just like you said, it's just like, oh, here's a cute dog dressed up or here's a cute dog. Like, I don't know. Like, well, the posing. thing is, from, from what he's saying that I'm getting, though, is like sometimes it is funny to see a dog dressed up. I mean some of these costumes are amazing and it looks like I saw one where it looked like the dog was a different animal because mm-hmm. it was so real and those are fun mm-hmm. so I think that there's a there's there's a need for that kind of entertainment too or dogs yes. dogs that are helping to sell healthy dog food or cute t-shirts or there's a need for that because we need dog supplies and all that but he's not out he goes I'm not out to sell anything Mm -hmm. so that's how I I would say his is different his is just about this internal journey so to speak wow so insightful yeah that's who he is because he's very much like no there's nothing wrong with a picture of a dog dressed up as a lion I love me is Halloween's coming right now. And so it's fun to see the dogs dressed up, but that's, he says, you're, that's just not, he says, I'm more than that. Cause I not more than that in a better way. Just I, my mission and many dogs have missions is to have people find the joy within themselves. So he, he, he likes doing that. Huh? He's all cuddled up here, passed out in my back. Do you have anything else you want to say? He says he likes it here. Okay, well, we're podcasting here in Los Angeles at the LA House, and that's we give a big thanks to them. And we've got Oliver. Do you have anything that you want us to find out about you medically? I'm going to start on Oliver's head and see what he has to say. He says he actually likes when he's groomed. Mm. He likes uh, the feeling clean. Mm-hmm. He does. I can tell. He likes that. He loves Some dogs clean. don't like being groomed. He loves being clean. He does. I made sure to, to instill that within him at a very young age. I always kept wet wipes with me and would wipe his little paws and wipe his face and just, he was always very clean. So I think that's where it, where it comes from. Wow. Okay. So he likes, he likes going to the groomers. He likes when you clean him. He doesn't mind any of that. He doesn't he mind the perfumes. <laughs> Sometimes I do put perfume on him. He doesn't. Yeah. He, li- <laughs> he likes all that. Yeah. He likes all that. He says it's in- he's very into smells. So he likes the perfumes. They don't bother him. He says he has to be careful getting it in his eyes, but you're good when you squirt it. Okay, so what else? Let's check you medically. Let's go down. You, you like the grooming. Yeah, I got that. He said that again. He likes the grooming. We got that. Okay, how about inside? Your neck, your tongue. Oh, so sometimes he pulls on the chain, the leash. He gets excited. Does he pull? And it sort of yes. pulls at his throat. Yes. And it gets sore. So he says it's his own fault because <laughs> he pulls. But... I'm finding that he he's gonna have to be careful. You're gonna have to be careful because it can get he can get dogs can get damaged on their throats from pulling on leashes. They're trickiest. So just 
I don't feel that there's something now, but I can tell that he pulls and it gets sensitive mm. around his neck. So I need to be careful with that. Yes. Yes. It's, it's good to learn a few rules about some not pulling on the leash. Mm. And you can, you can have a command like, uh, uh, and, and then pull the leash in close. So he's next to you or, or he can go to doggy school and learn heel and you practice that. So he stays by your side closer, but the pulling for any dog pulling on the neck can lead to issues Okay, with their trachea and the neck and the muscles. And he, he's, it's him telling me that. So I don't, I'm not feeling like there's a big damage, any damage, but I'm just telling, he's telling me I pull on the leash and it gets sensitive there. But over time, if he's just two and a half and he does this for another four years, he might have, then he might notice some wear and tear there okay. that could be prevented. So, okay. So he pulls on the leash. So Oliver, you know, that's not the best thing to do. Okay. What else? Let's see. How else are you doing? He says he's very strong. He's healthy. He eats right. He knows that he's supposed to eat right because he, he can feel it inside when he eats the wrong foods. He gets a little gurgly when he doesn't eat something good. Oh, it's back to the smells. The reason he wants the food on the plate is because it smells good. He's very into smells. So his tummy, he's in good health, but he can tip. So I see a, a bit of... Like, um, he gets a gurgling when he doesn't eat right. <clears throat> what else, Oliver? How about your back? Does that feel good? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. So we're going all the way down. He says his back legs, sometimes he doesn't like when those nails are clipped. Those get sensitive in the back. His back feet are more sensitive than his front. His have you ever noticed that? Are you even there when they clip him? I'm never there. Yeah. Something with his back feet. He's, he's, he's sensitive there. You might ask or if they, if they change sometimes who grooms him, uh, just say his back feet, his back paws get sensitive. Hi. Hi. But they look good. They look good. He's very healthy. You have a good heart. Mm-hmm. He's this, his heart's full of a lot of love. It feels good. It's funny because to him, his heart, I've felt animals who they've had heart issues. His heart feels good, but it also, it pulsates an extra red that he really is a love dog where his mission is love. Like some are working dogs or, you know, I've got one that wants to growl out the window when someone comes and he's interested and in, he, he wants to be very loving. So that's what I get for the medical is mostly the throat, that disposition. Does that sound any surprises? No, that makes sense because he, he does um, kind of jerk around, mm -hmm. um, you know, it's kind of like that movie when the dog sees a squirrel and says, squirrel, and, he, and he's strong. And especially because of what happened with my arm right now, it's hard to stay on balance while walking him. So mm -hmm. he has a broken arm. I don't know if I mentioned that or an injured arm. Okay. So he, yes. Yeah, so be very careful with him pulling on his, his throat too. Okay. Okay. So our last thing we're going to do is find out what Oliver wants you to know. 
that I wouldn't have any idea. Oliver, now's your chance. What do you want mom to know? Okay, so two things. One, he's pushing the rules. He says, can I have some of that stuff that was on the plate? He's, he's going back to that food on the plate. And Oliver, the answer is no, he, as he sniffs around. What else would you like mom to know? So I see a picture of his crate when you travel. And he is saying that he likes, there's a plusher bed. Do you put, do you put him in some kind of a crate at all when you travel? Or a carry case. It's a carry case. Yeah. So he's saying he likes the he likes it when it's dark. He says he sleeps better. He says if you can make the bed in there, it's like this brown bed. He he would like that a little thicker, and he'll sleep longer mm. in his carry bag. That's that's good push, uh, feedback. That it's he can't get as situated as he wants. Mm. And we sort of talked about that uh, when you, before we started recording, you were asking about him whining sometimes. And I was saying it could be that he doesn't know where to go. And so he whines to get attention when you're like you and I were talking and he wasn't involved in the conversation at that point. So he whined a bit until we've got him situated. But when he, he says, when you travel, if he could have, he says, he's showing me a picture of this kind of thick brown pillow bed that he would like. And that sometimes the, the material that he's supposed to sleep on isn't as thick and comfortable, so he can't get comfortable. And if it was more this brown bedding that he could go in, he would sleep like for a longer period of time. Hmm. That's helpful. Good to know, Oliver. Good to know. So that's his one request, but he likes to travel and he has a wonderful life. He's coming back up to get back on my lap. And I think we're almost done, Oliver. Is there anything else that you would like to share? You've had a great time. All right. Well, thank you for joining us. If people want to learn more about your adventures, they can tune into where Oliver, Mr. Oliver Wyatt on Instagram. And that's it for today. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to Talking with the Dogs. Hope today's episode made you want to understand your own dog better and appreciate that every dog has a story and something to say. Subscribe now for more dog stories and insights into animal communication and what it's like to be a dog whisperer. Review this episode on Apple Podcasts or follow Talking with the Dogs on Instagram or Facebook and sign up for a chance for you and your dog to be a guest on the show. Whatever you do, I hope you'll spend time talking with the dogs. Talking with the dogs.